We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We got all sorts of things to talk about here today. A very, very packed show. Mike Sempervivi joining us in the next segment. And we have got much to talk about here today. It's raw. And that means, yes, there is going to be an NXT invasion tonight on Raw. I haven't been on this show in days. I haven't even talked about the SmackDown invasion, the really anything involving SmackDown on Friday night. Filthy Tom Lawler is going to join us in the next hour or so. We'll be doing a special show for uh, WrestlingObserver.com, Figure Four, uh, Filthy Four Daily. It's going to be a lot of fun coming up later this afternoon. We'll talk about SmackDown and so much more. But today on this program... What's going on with Brock Lesnar? What's going on with NXT? How is this going to affect Wednesday? All sorts of stuff to talk about. And yes, as I noted, Brock Lesnar is now officially a raw talent. We've also got the SmackDown ratings from this past Friday night. This, of course, coming off the week prior when the show did 888,000 viewers. Well, back up. 2.543 million viewers. Actually better than they did two weeks ago. So that is an improvement. And this was without most of the talent, which was still trying to get back from Saudi Arabia. WWE, of course, claiming mechanical issues caused them to be unable to take off for 24 hours. A lot of wrestlers very, very upset. Wrestlers claiming they're never going to go back. Some strange tweets, including Andrade putting an emoji with a mouth that had a zipper across it. What does that mean? Well... We may find out more today. We'll see. If you want to give us a call here today, no calls, but you can send us a text message. 425-780-7566 is the number. That is 425-780-7566. If you'd like to email me, brian at wrestlingobserver.com, and you can send your text messages to at Brian Alvarez, your tweets. It's my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. So a lot of stuff to get into here today. We'll also talk about New Japan. If you want to talk about UFC 244, you're welcome to do that as well. All sorts of stuff. We shall kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Are you? 
Are you or someone you love one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? Every person's experience with Parkinson's is unique, and for many patients and families, that can be one of the most challenging aspects. The Michael J. Fox Foundation built a guide to help. Visit michaeljfox.org pd360 to download the Parkinson's 360, a guide for navigating the disease. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org pd360. Visit today. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? <sighs> needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask Home Advisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, Home Advisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to homeadvisor.com or download the free app. Home Advisor. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. All right, so I guess we've got to start with this here. This person here says, looks like people online are flip-flopping between mechanical issues and hostage situation. People are turning on Dave after AJ spoke about Crown Jewel a few hours ago. Yes, AJ did a, he did an interview, and he talked about what was going on, and he says, We were supposed to leave after the show. We got to the airport. They weren't letting us board. What was the problem? Not really sure. Heard there was a fuel truck in the way. The guy who drove the truck had left to go home. I know this makes no sense. That's AJ's words, not mine. 
Why would the fuel guy leave if he knows he's got a plane that's leaving? Then there were some paperwork issues. Finally, after four to five hours, we get on the plane. Then they found something wrong. The fuel or something or another was broken. People can say what they want. It wasn't broken, but I talked to the pilot. On that 14-hour flight, the pilots, I guess they take naps as well. We were all chatting, sitting around in this flight. And he said, listen, there was a problem. That's a real thing. We spent all this time from 1 o'clock all the way to 6 or 8 in the morning waiting to board this plane. They were telling us we can't go anywhere because the pilots and everybody had timed out. They can only go so long before they are not able to fly because they're not able to go 24 hours at a time. They had to go back to the hotel. We had to find a hotel. Were there guns? Were there people yelling, everybody off the plane? No, that never happened. My wife called me in a panic. She's scared to death. I said, babe, listen, they're just not able to go anywhere. It's not a big issue. Nobody has threatened to kill us. There was none of that going on. So, I mean, nobody ever reported that there were guns out and people forced to get off the plane and people threatening to kill people. That was never reported ever. Dave said there were military police around the plane. Doesn't mean that people were pulling guns. All you need to know is that AJ Styles, this is AJ Styles, WWE performer, doing an interview. This is Carl Anderson's wife, who tweeted this after Carl Anderson got home. Carl Anderson, by the way, tweeted, you couldn't pay me enough to go back. Well, that's not true. I need a second pool. So his wife replies, second house, not a pool. But don't ever go back again. We don't need our father being held hostage while we are at home worried to death. That's an awfully strange thing for somebody's wife to tweet if he was just sitting there and waiting for mechanical issues to be fixed over the course of 24 hours. Listen, do I believe that they were being held hostage, like this was a serious hostage situation and lives were on the line? No, and nobody said that. Do I believe that they were held much longer than they needed to be and they weren't able to get back for SmackDown? It was probably some sort of political game being played. Absolutely. Do I believe that in addition to everything, there might have also been mechanical issues with the plane? Sure. They were sitting there for 24 hours. But the stories of, oh my God, Dave claimed that there were guns pulled and people were being forced to get off the plane and it was a dangerous hostage. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. But clearly there was something going on here. You can go through everybody's timeline. If you don't want to believe Dave... Knock yourself out. You don't have to believe Dave. You don't have to believe anybody. But you can go through all of the wrestlers' timelines and see the kind of things that they were tweeted. And listen, they're taking flights minimum 104 times per year. And guaranteed, many of those times, there's a delay, they're sitting there, there's a mechanical issue. How many times do they tweet, never going back? It's not worth it. This and that. Obviously, there was more to the story than just a mechanical issue. Could there have also been a mechanical issue on top of everything else? Yes, but that's not the full story, and it's very evident from reading people's tweets. Why would somebody tweet, hey, who's going to be the new locker room leader on Monday because there was a mechanical issue on an airplane? Yeah, that was also Carl Anderson. Looking forward to seeing who the locker room leader is on Monday with a popcorn emoji. Uh huh. So uh, AJ Styles is free to say whatever he'd like to say. 
Uh, it's just that there seem to be people who are on that same exact flight who are seeing things far different than he is, but uh, fine. More is going to work itself out. More by the time we finish this show might. More by the time Raw begins. Who knows how this is all going to uh, work itself out. There's still a lot to be said about this uh, in a lot of different ways and a lot of different aspects, and we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But, yeah, it's been certainly one crazy weekend with all of the fallout coming from this and, and knowing that there's still going to be some kind of crosses to bear to, to come from it. This person here says, I really feel it was noteworthy that nobody was tweeting about this or posting anything online until they all got home and out of the country. I understand the need for radio silence if you're in a sticky situation, especially in a foreign country. But if it really was a mechanical failure, I find it odd that 175 people sitting there for 30 hours would all collectively and coincidentally just keep silent. Well, that's the story. That's the story. And by the way, I'm not even going to read this text. No, nothing about this was a work. All right, some notes. Tonight on Raw, there will be an NXT faction on tonight's Raw from NYCB Live in Uniondale, New York. PW Insider reported earlier today, NXT champion Adam Cole, North American champion Roderick Strong, Matt Riddle, and Damian Priest are in the building. We have since confirmed that they are scheduled on tonight's show. This follows up on the NXT invasion of SmackDown took place on Friday night. does make sense that given NXT will be a part of Survivor Series November 24th in Chicago. A couple you of things. Something? What? I, I just this is something I, I was curious about last night doing the show, and I noticed today as we sit here at three eighteen Eastern time, there is still no official preview for Raw. Yeah. So, just want that to be noted again. Why that is, who knows? But it is, it is interesting to me that nothing has been noted as far as what is going to be on this show. So maybe they're not sure who's going to be on this show, but to say only NXT people are going to be on it is a very, it's interesting to me. I don't know why that stands out. I'm not even thinking conspiratorially. I'm just, it stands out because there's usually something up by now. So if you missed all of the weekend shows here on SmackDown, the SmackDown crew was unable to get there from Saudi Arabia. So they flew in the number of talents from NXT, chartered them in, they walked into the building at 8, 10 p.m., 10 minutes after the show went on the air. So if you're wondering why Aiden English was doing commentary for about 20 minutes and then was replaced, that's why everybody else showed up. They shot a bunch of angles. The NXT guys went over. They also announced that Brock Lesnar has quit SmackDown, and he is going to Raw. That's how they're going to explain SmackDown having two belts. They didn't even make a big deal about SmackDown having two belts. They just opened the show. Brock Lesnar said he was quitting because he wanted Rey Mysterio, and he was told that Rey Mysterio couldn't be on SmackDown, even though Rey Mysterio has been on every SmackDown on Fox up until this week. So he quit. They didn't even use the storyline that SmackDown, I guess, had some sort of, or Raw had some sort of special consideration after they drafted Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. They didn't even use that storyline. He can just quit and go to the other show. So Brock's going to be on Raw, and the NXT people are going to be on Raw. I mentioned this this weekend that I thought whether the Saudi Arabia thing happened or not, I mean, I'd be surprised if there was no NXT talent on Raw or SmackDown because Survivor Series, 
is NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. So to me, in order to build that up, you've got to do the invasion stuff. So they're doing that tonight, and we'll see what they end up doing. Something that nobody's really talked about is the fact that, yes, the Friday show, Triple H had a lot of influence, but it was still a Vince McMahon show. So that means everybody on Raw tonight, all of these NXT talents, they will be in Vince McMahon's hands. So we're going to see what Vince McMahon does with Matt Riddle and Adam Cole and the former Punishment Martinez and all of these others. I pray nothing goes wrong. And the other big question is, how will this affect the NXT rating on Wednesday? That's the question after the break. Do you think NXT is beating AEW this week? Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Before I go back to NXT, WWE did a statement the other day. This is the mechanical issue statement. Here's what it says. More than 175 superstars, production crew, and employees boarded a 747 charter flight back to the U.S. on Thursday. After the door closed... Due to several aircraft problems, including mechanical issues, all passengers sat on the tarmac for more than six hours. Dude, they were on the tarmac for 24 to 30 hours. The SmackDown emanating live from Buffalo, several, several superstars felt so strongly that they arranged their own separate charter in order to make it back to the U.S. for the show. But due to unforeseen issues perhaps also mechanical issues, the charter did not land until after the live broadcast. The remainder of WWE superstars, staff, and crew departed on a charter set to depart Saudi on Friday. I said on Observer Radio that this statement is burying everybody else on that plane. Dave said, I don't know if I take it as burying the other performers. I said, yes, it is. It's burying. Here's everybody. Here's some of the tweets from some of the wrestlers after that Statement came out from WWE. Yeah. Luke Harper says, I guess I didn't want it enough to pay for my own charter, but I'm home now. Hashtag not top 20. Curtis Axel said, not the top 20, middle finger. I'm number one at home. We don't leave each other behind, WWE. Tyson Kidd says, next time we'll pool our money together instead of being lazy. Eric Young, I'll pitch in, guys. Next time, I'll have more pride in myself and take it upon myself to be better. What a world. What an effing universe. And Scott Dawson tweeted, hashtag poor. That really sounds like mechanical issues to me. Doesn't it, though? Really sounds like uh, uh, these guys chartered it themselves, too, and not the company doing it to pick up certain people. Definitely does not sound like that whatsoever. And... You talked about on Observer Radio how it buries the people still left on the ground. It buries the people who also would have left because it makes it sound like these people are leaving their brothers behind. And I guess possibly their sisters as well, too, but certainly their brothers they're leaving behind. And on the staff, uh, other wrestlers, if you've chartered it and you've made it where can the other people not afford it? I mean, why would you just go ahead and leave those people there? Because the show is that much more important to you? I mean, everything about that statement, how it was phrased when it came out, what it what it's supposed to purport, it's all bad. It, there's no winner in what they decided to do, and it does make everybody look bad. And unfortunately for WWE everybody's got the ability to get their word out and let people know that, no, none of this is true. (laughs) This is not true whatsoever. At the very least, it's a little disingenuous. It it flat out, though, it sounds like it is false. Hey, has anyone explained why there was that second flight that also couldn't make it back in time? 
Yeah, that's the delay part on that one is the one that... They didn't even say anything. They didn't even say mechanical issues. They didn't even explain it. You're telling me, coincidentally, two flights that were leaving with WWE superstars happened to have mechanical issues? Two of them? One of them grounded for 30 hours? Anybody here listening to this ever been on a flight that had mechanical issues? Because I have. And I was in the air within two hours. I just got on another flight. You're telling me it took 30 hours to get them out of there? There was no other plane? There was no... They, they couldn't... There's just no way to get out. Riyadh is the only city in, in the Middle East, apparently. Sportsnera says not everyone kept silent. Andrade also. He's, there's a couple of lists of names here. Uh, yeah, a lot of guys. Some some very strange tweets from people within WWE. You don't you don't want to, you don't like what Dave said. What about the people in WWE that are talking about this? They don't count. People, this is a, just a bad example. I wouldn't even shine light on those people. You know, I you can criticize wrestling journalism and question wrestling media all that you want, but the people that are trying to dunk on the ones that they don't like by way overcompensating on the wheel and jerking it all the way over so that they lockstep fall behind what Saudi Arabia is claiming just so they could try to dunk on Dave Meltzer or Bix or Sean Ross Sapp or John Pollock or Wade Keller or whoever it is that you want to dunk on, and it great, you're an idiot. And to to let those people have any say whatsoever, I think, is is just something that should probably be ignored. I don't think NXT will beat AEW this week, this person says, but with the new exposure, with this build, I feel NXT's ratings will start to climb, ultimately pass AEW in the coming weeks, provided that they keep having NXT look strong against both Raw and SmackDown. We'll see. I mean, they promoted NXT very, very hard on Raw. They do every week. And the show keeps dipping. And SmackDown, they promoted very, very, very hard that SmackDown was going to be on FS1. And they had less than a million people that bothered to switch channels. So my gut tells me that NXT is not going to beat AEW this Wednesday. I could be totally wrong, but I I just feel it's not going to happen. I just don't feel there's this giant this giant audience that would potentially watch NXT that aren't aware of what it is or they knew nothing about it till they saw these people on Raw and SmackDown. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I think I think things are going to be roughly the same in the numbers. I think so too, and I think maybe it'll get a little bit of a bump up. But you're you're talking about two different audiences right now too, and what you've got to hope seemingly is you draw people over from Raw or from SmackDown, or you're you're drawing over that AEW fan. Well, that AEW fan doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It's not going over to WWE, and they've had a bad conversion rate when it comes to Raw and to SmackDown. And SmackDown, like it or not, benefited from. Probably a, for some people, a macabre interest in, in what was going to take place. And they ended up knocking it out of the park by, by freestyling in the way that they did and having everything work out. I mean, the story about that charter 
making it to the arena five minutes before they were supposed to go out. You know, there may be a little bit of dramatic license taken to that, you know, as far as the time goes. But the bottom line is they cut it short and they were able to get something on that was was pretty good. I think Raw tonight in the first hour is also going to benefit from that, especially if we don't get a preview up and we again we got a couple hours to go we'll see how it goes but i think there's going to be an interest to see because of all this ta- talent that has expressed themselves that are we going to to get something are we going to get you know uh, maybe something in the first hour we'll see you know if they get a little bit of a bump from that but i don't know if you're going to be able to carry over all of that to wednesday i don't i just don't know if that equation is going to work Person says, regarding social media while still in Saudi, Umberto was the only person who shared media from that time, a video of him in the hotel, and it was quickly deleted. The other posts seem indirect, such as people saying never again. The point here is that for a time period of about 30 hours, there's a group of 175 people who are regularly active on social media saying nothing outside a small handful of vague tweets. I think that could be for a lot of different reasons. Mechanical yeah. issues. Yeah, everyone. it's... Mechanical, mechanical issues. issues would not be the reason that people wouldn't be tweeting or would be reserved about it. That's for sure. But there was there was word coming out of there. That's for sure. We know that. Person says, I see NXT growing this week. But once the angles are done for Survivor Series, no one will care about it again. There is This is no different from the one-off legend shows for Raw. Well, we'll see. The SmackDown show. SmackDown last week on FS1 did 888,000 viewers. An appallingly, impossibly low number. Then they went back to Fox, and they actually did more than they had done two weeks prior. They had done uh, 2.4 million or something like that. And third out of the four weeks they've been on Fox. It was their, their third best. This was a 2.5. So they actually grew, which means that, you know, they got an audience that's going to watch SmackDown on Fox. If it's not on Fox, they're not going to watch it. I don't know why. It's bizarre to me. But, you know... They had a, there was a very, very bad number, and it popped right back to where it normally was when they were back on Fox. So we'll see what this means for NXT. Hey, for all I know, NXT this week is going to do 2 million viewers. I have absolutely no idea. But my gut is they're probably going to do around 850, and NXT is going to do around 1.1. Those are my predictions, and we shall find out. Got some other notes here. Lots of stuff going on. Hiromu Takashi returned to New Japan. He has challenged Will Ospreay for January 4th at the Tokyo Dome. Chris Jericho also returned to New Japan. He has challenged Hiroshi Tanahashi to a match on January 5th, also at the Tokyo Dome. So, two big matches coming up for that. We've also got the winners of the Super Junior Tag League, Rapongi 3K, have won for the fourth year in a row. Third. Fourth. You better take it up with the front page, dude. All right. So we got uh, those big stories coming out of New Japan. Jay White's awesome still. Jay White, according to Mike Sempervivi, is awesome still. I've not is, man. seen and his Shibata match. looks like he's coming back too. I mean, that's you know, it, if he was not cleared, uh, there's some promotional malpractice taking place because he took some heavy bumps, uh, throwing himself around there for Kenta in, in that match. So if he's not coming back on the 4th or the 5th, I will be shocked. Super Junior Tag League Tournament 2017-18-19. Front page. Three. Get your act together. Hey, we're going to do a break, everybody. When we get back, we'll take more of your text messages, talk more news. 
All that good stuff. Back in a moment, Observer Live. stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. Buy a two-pack of Night Vision Brilliant Headlamps and get a pair of Proformer Wiper Blades free. Because when you put safety first, your equipment shouldn't be second rate. So upgrade to Napa Night Vision Brilliant Headlamps and get a pair of Proformer Wiper Blades free. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. Some restrictions apply. While supplies last, offer ends 12 31 Men, if you want to pee easier, listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more, ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS, developed by famed men's health expert Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises. Hi, my name is Paul, and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night. Prostavive LS does not require a prescription, and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800-769-8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize-winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800-769-8155. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Are you or someone you love one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? Every person's experience with Parkinson's is unique, and for many patients and families, that can be one of the most challenging aspects. The Michael J. Fox Foundation built a guide to help. Visit michaeljfox.org pd360 to download the Parkinson's 360 a guide for navigating the disease. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org slash pd360. Visit today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Simpervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. 425-780-7566. If you want to give us a text, 425-780-7566. Ahead of his title defense against Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho 
will be in action on AEW's Go Home Show for full gear. Jericho, Sammy Guevara versus Kenny Omega Hangman Page has been made official for this Wednesday's episode of Dynamite, taking place at the Bojangles Coliseum in Charlotte, North Carolina. Omega versus Moxley in an unsanctioned match. Page versus Pac. Young Bucks versus Santana Ortiz also set for full gear. Baltimore, Maryland hosting the pay-per-view coming up on Saturday. Are you going, Mike? We're going to find that out now, aren't we? Well, you better. I sent you the info days ago. What, really? Which email did you send it to? Because I didn't get it in my main one. So hopefully everything will work itself out nicely. But yes, you know, I plan on going. And maybe if, if I don't have tickets, I'm going to go just to lurk outside to see if I can get my hands finally on Chris Jericho for talking all this nonsense about me over all of this time. Try to soften him up a little bit for Hiroshi Tanahashi. I got all sorts of emails here. This person says, are the wrestlers really going to unionize and not go to Saudi from next time on? Hamish, my love, listen to me, okay? (laughs) For two decades, I've been saying that the WWE wrestlers are never going to unionize. I stand by that statement. Let me tell you something. If there isn't the big coup today and the push to form a union today, it ain't ever going to happen. Do you hear me? Ever. This today is the day. And coincidentally, the NXT guys are all at Raw. And I'm not saying that, like, don't read too much into what I just said, but the fact of the matter is all those SmackDown superstars were unable to get to SmackDown on Friday. Okay? Vince just called up a bunch of different people. He put them on the show, and it did 2.5 million viewers. No Roman Reigns, no Braun Strowman, no Seth Rollins. They did have Brock. I'm very skeptical Brock is going to be involved in any union talks. But (laughs) fact of the matter is, it's just not going to happen. Look, it's a long – there is a a serious process that actually is involved in forming a union. I mean, there are talks that need to be had. There are chapters that need to be – this is not some, like, fly-by-night thing. So it doesn't, like, immediately happen overnight. Now, you can have an unofficial union where you have somebody say, on behalf of everybody, yeah, we're not doing this tonight or we're not going back or these people aren't going back and that's that. And you have to deal with it that way. But as far as an official union goes, if they're not contacting SAG or whatever they could fall under, you know, the easiest thing that they could fall under, it's not going to happen. Now, are people going to find their voice as an independent contractor more and say no? I'm also going to say this. I think we know the wrestling business. The wrestling business has been exposed now to the point where, Everybody kind of knows what it is. And, and, I mean, look at the independent contractor situation. Everybody knows these people aren't, but we all accept that. I think what we also accept now more than any other time in history is when it comes to a Mike Bennett storyline, when it comes to a Rusev storyline, or when it comes to something that somebody may not like, now more than ever, you have the opportunity to say no. And you should always be remember. you should always remember that. You can say no to your employer. And it may not work out exactly the way you want, or they may try to ice you or any of that sort of stuff, but you actually have to speak up and say no sometimes. And Daniel Bryan said no. Kevin Owens has said no. Um, Noam Dar and, and Aleister Black and Sami Zayn had no choice. They were told not to go. But, 
you know, I don't think we're going to see Brian and Owens be the only ones anymore. And I think that's actually a good thing. If some people feel empowered and aren't worried about the push or aren't worried about the TV time because what they feel as though is right uh, takes precedence, I think that's a good idea. This here says, Cowboys versus Giants tonight. Monday night football will hurt raw numbers quite a bit. It won't help. That's for that's for sure. Yes, that's what happens this entire this entire season, everybody, from now yeah. until middle of January. This person here says, "The thing is, unless Vince pulls them from Raw, every single one of them tweeting will show up like everything is great." I understand Dave's point on the negative of unionizing, but at least stand up for yourself and boycott Raw. Everything that happened in Saudi is an example that they're just quote independent contractors. And Vincent WWE doesn't care about most of the talent because they're easily replaceable. Well, why would now? Here's the thing, though. When you, if somebody's going to say they should boycott Raw, what are they boycotting for? Are they boycotting because they were lied to? Because they finally fed up and had enough? Because they wanted to? You know, what exactly would they not be? You know, showing up for again? I can see there being lots of conversations had today, but I think. We might want to pump the brakes on, you know, this isn't a case where, like, Owen Hart was was fired. Or, or, I'm sorry, Owen Hart. With Bret Hart, that was a situation where Mick Foley says, I'm not showing up, and he was the only one. He thought there was going to be some solidarity, and he was the only one, uh, apparently. And, and there was no repercussions with him because people understood what was going on, and, and they understood his emotion and trying to have some solidarity for the, for the Hart family that, that nobody else seemed to back him up with. So... I don't know if by saying I'm not going to show up and work raw, I don't know if that's going to necessarily help the situation in the future when it comes to these sorts of issues. But I think now more than ever, today would be a great time to bring a lot of issues up to the forefront. This person here says, I'm a few days behind with this, but why isn't anyone talking about how absurd it was that Kenny Omega cosplayed Sans from Undertale with zero explanation as to why or who he was dressed as? I say this is a 25-year-old gamer who knows what Undertale is. This is the biggest problem with AEW that they refuse to correct. Zero backstory, zero explanations to the motivations of these characters. Their motto apparently is, if you know, you know, otherwise don't watch. Hold on a second, my friend. Hold on a second, okay? Vinny was here on Thursday, and he reviewed AEW and NXT. And he absolutely loved the AEW show. He absolutely had no idea what Undertale was. And his exact words were, I have no idea what he was doing, but I didn't care. It did not hurt my enjoyment of the subsequent match. How many times have we seen somebody, and this happens in WWE too, like Ricochet's out in some outfit, or Rey Mysterio comes out and he's in some outfit, and then, you know, somebody will send me an email and say, hey, Rey was dressed as such and such this evening. And I go, oh, okay, great. Did it hurt my enjoyment of the product one bit to not know what Ricochet was dressed as on that Saudi show? I mean, my big question was why he was dressed like that. But it doesn't matter what it was. I'm like, you got a guy with a great physique and an eight-pack, and he's dressed head-to-toe in some goofy outfit because they want him to be a, a superhero or whatever. Yeah, but did, look, I, I don't want to play too much of devil's advocate here, but did you know it was Ricochet? Usually, yes. Do you know it's Rey Mysterio, even if he's got a little bit of Captain America? Yeah, and I knew it was Kenny whatever. Omega. I, I understand that, but I mean, when you have... I, I do understand people that looked at that and went, what the hell is this? 
Can somebody explain this to me? Now, I don't, you know, they, it was Halloween. I think that should probably be enough explanation somewhat. But, yeah, I mean, I can see people being a little bit head-scratched over that. I don't know if that's, you know, going to make anybody turn off the show You know, that's not Jim Cornette. But I, I do think that they probably could do a better job kind of dotting some I's and crossing some T's for people that are not in their bubble. I mean, again, they play great, and the people that do know when it comes to them absolutely know, or if they have their sense of humor, they absolutely have that. But I think they do need to do sometimes a better job Again, trying to reach out to some people that don't understand all of this stuff. But here's the deal, okay? They've had four weeks of television, and they have two hours a week. Every criticism that I've had about the first few shows, they've largely addressed by week four. Not all of them. We've still got the issue with the tags. Although, I would bet you dollars to donuts that by the time the eighth week comes along, we will not have these problems anymore, except maybe with the Lucha Brothers, because hey, for sure. the Lucha Brothers. But the point yeah. of this is, like, they're four weeks in. I asked for it for weeks. I finally got a bunch of information about the Hangman this past week on the show. It took them four weeks, but we finally got it. There's, We've had eight hours of AEW. Do you understand, everybody? They're starting from zero. And we've had eight hours of television for them to explain all of this to all of you. Like, if Kenny Omega coming out, cosplaying a guy for his ring entrance, that you don't know who he is. Like, if that's enough to make you not watch AEW, you're not watching AEW anyway. Yeah, but you know what? By by that statement, though, of they've only had a couple of weeks, and maybe they shouldn't have to do the Halloween cosplay thing, and we should just still continue to hammer It was on. Halloween. I, who cares? I, <laughs> the, the other two guys were dressed as Street Fighter characters. Like, who cares? Are they going to do the uh, the the turkey? Uh, they didn't do the turkey thing. They well, didn't we don't do know it. That. We got Thanksgiving maybe, coming. You know up what? Still. Maybe the Luchasaurus is going to come out with feathers. Librarians you know what? He'll be the most over guy on the show still. <laughs> like, this is low on our list of problems. You know what a problem is? I'm going to do what wrong? everybody else does. Yeah, but WWE. Okay. <laughs> In the middle of a period where there was a wild card rule, okay? One day on television, Rusev just shows up and he's been having serious marital issues with his wife. What? Okay? This is not a show that's only been on the air for four weeks. This is not a show that's only had eight hours of programming on television. Rusev and Lana have been in this company for years and all of a sudden out of the blue they've been having marital problems he's been sending all of his money to bulgaria and and interrupting and trying to prevent her from doing her model what yeah what okay that's a problem kenny omega coming out cosplaying sans from undertale during a ring entrance if you want to get mad at it knock yourself out he should have actually did some cosplay of somebody from DuckTales, then I would have understood it more. And you know what the crazy part is, too, about Rusev? DuckTales? If they, I don't know, man. It's all the same to me, man. Look, unless it's sports, stop that mess with games. Anyway, look, I am surprised, and I'm not surprised at all, really, but if they had any sort of continuity editor, they could have gone back in time and, and blamed some of this on the time that Rusev uh, decided he wanted Summer Rae more than he wanted Lana, and then... 
you know, Summer Rae put Lana on the accolade, although I guess we're not supposed to speak of her anymore. But remember that happened? No? It happened. Vaguely. I swear. It did. Person says, I hate how WWE needs to be backed into a corner and need everything else to go wrong for them to book a watchable and fun show. They can do this SmackDown caliber show every week. They choose not to for whatever reason. Well, everybody always does a great one-off show. Russo could do a well, I used to think he could do a great one-off show. Now he does a better one-off show than Reset his usual shows. shows. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you got to follow up with it. I mean, yeah, if you look at all of the talent under contract at WWE, if you take it, you know, everybody who's in developmental, everybody who's in NXT, SmackDown, Raw, I mean, the idea that they can't produce a tremendous show every week is mind-blowing. But we have to have three brands. We have to have a Raw and a SmackDown, split the main roster talent in half, Got to have so many great talents. Adam Cole, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, all of Undisputed Era. I mean, you could go on and on. They've got to be on NXT, only on NXT. 205 live guys that you never see on the main roster. When you do, they're in nothing matches and just like there's nothing done with them. Yeah, it's a disaster. But that's what they've created. Like, I I thought SmackDown was awesome. Going to talk about it in an hour with Filthy. But got to follow up on Raw and on SmackDown again. And Vince is writing the shows. I don't think we should get too excited yet. We'll see what happens. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You get a shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park, but meantime. Sound of the river, you're stopping your whole. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. 
Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also of WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, Daniel Bright, Adam Cole, probably the best WWE TV main event in a long time. Absolutely magnificent. Daniel Bryan, whenever he steps in the ring, proves he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yes, he is. That match was awesome. But do not... Do not discount Adam Cole. You know how many tremendous Adam Cole matches I've seen? They're yeah. both unbelievable. Yeah. SmackDown show with the NXT Invasion, the best main roster TV show in years. I haven't been satisfied so much by a two-hour WWE show in a long time. Jeez. Granny gave it an eight. Then said she wow. hated wrestling. I don't know why. <laughs> that was weird. Per says... Takashi's return on Power Struggle, absolutely amazing. He is a bundle of charisma. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. And I hope yeah. he does not kill himself. Mm. Him and Will Ospreay, it's like, and it's amazing where it's like that is a, if given the two matches, Dragon Lee on one side and Will Ospreay on the other side, you know, which one's more terrifying? Um, I guess they got a less terrifying one with Ospreay, but, you know, Dragon Lee, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, I've still been led to believe that he's going to end up in New Japan. At least his Japanese rights will end up there. But he is going to be a big question mark as we go into 2020 because whoever gets him on a relatively full-time basis, is they've got something. Perz says, I think NXT can beat AEW of tonight. They tease the arrival of Raw SmackDown people invading Full Sail. Well, they probably will tease that. But you also have to remember that they did a super angle with Finn Balor turning heel. And the very next week, the number went down, not up. So we'll see. We'll see, everybody. A lot to talk about. About an hour, I'll be back with Filthy Tom Lawler talking SmackDown. Later tonight, Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave Meltzer covering Raw. Did a bunch of shows this weekend. Had a very fun Brian and Vinny show last night with R.D. Reynolds of WrestleCrap in studio. All sorts of great stuff up on the front page. Check it out. And that's it. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody to the studio. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>